What is up, Fazed and friends? Welcome to a special edition podcast. It is Telegraph Tuesday. I am here with my best friend in the whole wide world, Mr. Spronk. As always, how are you doing? Good, man. Maybe uh, maybe a mailbag Monday. Will this get out tonight, White? Well, I don't know. Doubtful. I like Telegraph Tuesday because you can get in the... No? No. It's true. Yeah, you make a good point. And also, all of this week's feedback came in through an actual telegraph. So yeah. that was convenient. Yeah. No carrier pigeons were harmed during this uh, f- taping of this episode. Okay. Guys, I saw on Instagram today that, uh, a funny thing that said, uh, if the Titanic sunk by icebergs, how have there been no uh, iceberg uh, sightings or and uh, taking of an iceberg from the Titanic? So it's a hoax, calling it. Sorry, what now? Nothing. I saw in E-Bombs World that somebody posted that if the Titanic Hold sunk on. an iceberg, I am. Wait, 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 wait. No... We gotta, re- we gotta <laughs> rewind about E-Bombs World is still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. No I saw way. it on Instagram. I am looking at this right now. <laughs> hey, uh, the amount of hours I waste. Titanic, I'm still processing. Like it's still literally processing through my brain. I know it was. It was a bad it. joke, but it was. Uh, it, all it said was, if the Titanic sunk by an iceberg, why was there no evidence of ice around the Titanic when they found the ship? That's a good question. Right. The joke, White, is that it's in water. Uh, we get it. We get it. <laughs> E-bombs are yeah, no, still around. This blows me away. Oh, did you ever? I remember wasting numerous hours in junior high watching it, and all it was was a guy lit a firework in a car and attempted to throw it out his car, but the window was up and the firework went off in the car. <laughs> that is that is humor uh, at its finest. I know somebody might have uh, got severely injured. You know, have you guys ever shot Roman candles at each other and used like garbage cans as lids? No. I mean, as uh, shields, garbage can lids as shields. Couldn't afford Roman. As candles. professionals, I'm not commenting on that. As a professional uh, educator, did it once in my younger years. Don't recommend it. Well, telling kids to use Roman candles other than its use might have to edit that one out. White, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I almost didn't give you an intro because we had uh, numerous emails asking for your resignation from this podcast based off of your pizza take. Um, but I think, I think we're going to get into that later, but let's dive in. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know what this is to the listeners too. I don't know what you think is going to happen. Do you think I'm just going to back down from my take and change my mind? Yeah. Like like a normal human you would. Yeah. There, there's a thing called being apologetic and this is one of those situations. Just don't call it pizza. No, it's still pizza and I'm not backing down. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw you something. Sorry. Uh, Spronk, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you. Let's, well, let's get into this now, because yeah. uh, who Vicky tells us that she actually went to Italy, and she says there was zero pizza with white sauce there, and she has not seen it. So okay. I agree with Vicky. I've never been to Italy, but I assume uh, that I, uh, she says I don't hate pizza with white sauce, but I would just like I don't hate over, pizza with tomato sauce, but I would never right? pick it over tomato sauce. I I straight out don't think it's pizza, man. It's not pizza if it's white yeah, sauce. Yeah, it is pizza. And no, but oh, this fuck. leads me into the, like white, and that you you might have a thought on this, Spronk. I agree with you. Um, if you were to add pizza sauce to a doner, is it still a doner? If you remove oh, the white sauce, oh, yes. is it? 
I don't think. As did a you know that fan some... such as yourself? Look, I did some reading on this because I took a lot of heat, and I, I'm the research guy. I did some research on this. You know what? There's a lot of traditional pizza that just has no sauce at all. So what do we call that? If it's just like olive oil, you just d- dough, olive oil, cheese. A What's tapas. that? What is that? A tapas? Uh, it calls Spanish. I know yeah. what a tapa is, Bronco. Yeah, literally yeah, a Spanish yeah, okay. teacher. <laughs> uh, but no, it's is I that there are traditional pizzas that just use an oil as a they just do dough, oil, cheese, still a pizza. So, you know what? I, this is all my haters. They can hate all they want, but uh, I know I know there was a couple other mailbag comments that. Uh, vilified me a little bit but you know what i'm standing by this take and this is not a take i'm gonna back down from i just i can't i can't change i can't change the way i am and, and i will continue to call it pizza okay so i i did uh i did a little look here um and white this actually could help you in your favor among our listeners oh, perfect listeners by no mean do i side with uh white in this area whatsoever but if you're to look on famoso um, their pizzas that they do not do with sauce, uh, for instance, the prosciutto arugula, uh, the, probably the best pizza Formoso have, the, it is under the list under their menus of white pizzas. Yeah, it's a thing. Or pizza bon- bianca. You don't need to tell me because yeah, they call it. It's under the lists of white pizzas. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that Famoso is uh, like a Portuguese restaurant or something. It's definitely not like. Have you you've never been to Fomoso Sprong? I no. have. I have, but it's not it's no longer Italian in my books. There's no such as thing. As soon as I see like when I go to a pizza restaurant, like I'm looking for that white pizza section. You're the whitest dude I know white. Your last name is White. You look very pale yeah. and you do white things and Okay. White things. Like uh white, there I sure. I I, I agree wrong. I agree with our listeners. I'm not going to lie. If I go to Famoso, I will get the prosciutto arugula. But here's the take. With what kind of sauce, Buffy? There is no sauce on the prosciutto arugula. Okay. And are That's you still calling it a pizza? And are you still calling it a pizza? Yeah, I still call it a pizza. Okay. But that wasn't your take. Your take was it has white sauce on it. So, well, you know what? One of the counterpoints to my take was that if it doesn't have tomato sauce, it's not pizza, which is ridiculous. Okay, then, you guys are both wrong. Yeah. In the in, Yeah, we're we're going to move on. The listeners know your take. I would say if we did an Instagram poll, I would say a high 80% would agree with Spronk and myself of you're crazy. Yeah, um, the, the, there was a specific email that pretty much the entire email was just roasting me for my take. That's true. It, that, it claimed, this is from Zoe. It claims I have been brainwashed um, that I would be bullied in my classes for saying that. Oh, I'm looking and forward that to And that based on yeah. my... And it even goes further to my other hot take and says, based on my Burger King hot take, and now this, and my obsession with Taco Bell, I should not be allowed to eat fast food anymore. And I, you know what? I, that's part I'll agree with. I probably shouldn't be allowed to eat fast food anymore. <laughs> hey, but you my did, own personal health. You did go for a run, though. So I did. I think I did. I went well, for I, another one today, actually. I, I used to work in the uh, – I used to stock shelves – and produce at a grocery place. And I worked with this guy. His name was Garth. He was probably 106 years old. And he smoked. Every 10 minutes, he's going out for a smoke break. And people are like, oh, that's so unhealthy. But I am a firm believer that if Garth stopped smoking, he would just disintegrate 
into a, a pile of ashes. White, I think if you stopped eating fast food, you would just disintegrate into like this melted butter. Yeah. It's like the one thing keeping them alive. Yeah. You need it, yeah. Actually, fun fact, early this year before COVID, I actually went a good I went a good amount of time. I don't know the exact time, but I, I went I just went off at cold turkey. And the results were amazing. I felt as good as I've ever felt in my whole life. And then COVID happened and everything yeah. fell apart. Cool. I started eating fast um, again. COVID, you started working again, yeah. teaching again. <laughs> I, I want to touch on something, guys. That a so, uh, second part of Zoe here mentioned. Uh, she talks about uh, country music. And to quote uh, her, I personally think it is awful. If you say one of you like it, you need to say why. And which artists you like. Um, I'll touch on this first. Zoe, I 100% agree with you. Um, and kids around school actually know this. Uh, for me teaching sports performance, I usually have Spotify open. And I tell them on the first day of school, I'm pretty sure. It might even be in my sil syllabus saying, uh, no country music will ever get played through the uh, Spotify at Strathcona. So... Pause I for remember one time I came in and uh, Spronk stopped breathing into the mic. I uh, I came into your sports pro class one time and you were playing our bikeathon playlist, and uh, I think I switched it over to country. Uh, and I think half your class cheered for me and half your class started yelling at me. Well, yeah, because but you know half what? Half my class is awesome. The other half is awesome. I do not. Judge Look, people who like country. I personally dislike it. Country music is okay. Yeah, Spronk, I want to hear your take on this. I, as the elder statesman here, I have, I believe, I do have the most eclectic uh, mix of music. If we were to look at playlists, I grew up on uh, gangster rap because I was a '90s kid, like the original, like the OG, like right when Snoop Dogg came out, and then like West Side Connection. But when I worked at this this same place that I mentioned before, I worked with this girl who played nothing but country. So I actually have a lot of nostalgia for some country right now. But it's not the real country. It's like the uh, who's the guy from Australia that Luke Bryan? No, that guy's Canadian, man. That guy's from Alberta, isn't he? No, Luke, Luke Bryan? Bryan is not Canadian. I'm pretty sure he is. Look it oh up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I'm googling Luke it Bryan, right now. Uh, come on, the guy who married Tom Luke Bryan's Cruise American Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh, what's his name? Keith Urban. Keith Urban, thank you. Like that's you that's actually decent country. I got a lot of nostalgia for it, man. I got like some some white uh, ten fifty five edit. <laughs> yeah, write it down. You guys will never know what he said. Summer. <laughs> yeah, you should tell the listeners how much of my stuff actually gets axed. Guys, um, you gotta understand when I when I do this editing, there's three separate sound bars, and I can literally go in and take anything anyone is saying. So like Buffy disagrees with me, take it out. Anyway, sorry, Spronk, continue. This is why we have no listeners. Anyways, I got a lot of nostalgia for it. And Garth Brooks back in the day, he was more like what do you call it? like country pop? Like it's not it's not terrible. Country's not the worst. And you know what? In times like this, it can be very uh very depressing. And people that get depressed like to listen to depressed music. Go ahead. Uh you I, I agree with one thing you said there. Uh over the summer something uh a history or some channel had a nine part mini series on uh oh Garth Brooks and I watched all of it that's I'll I'll give you Garth Brooks fantastic 
You know His what? His name's in the rafters, man. His... Yeah, jersey's retired. It's so weird. That's that's why I. That's the other part that bothers me about country. Like why? Like I know he played what nine sold out shows, but why did we raise his number to the rafters? Like it took Gretzky thirty years to get his number. The The Garth the next day banner in Rogers Place enrages me. Yeah, I hate that banner. Like what did like? Oh my gosh, I'm not even I. I can't with that banner. Like that is absolutely ridiculous. You won't even put up a lacrosse banner, but you'll put up a friggin' guy who's not even Canadian, not even from Edmonton, has no connection to the city of Edmonton whatsoever, other than people like country music here and come came to his shows a bunch. It's ridiculous. I will say this about country music though. When I'm rolling down rural Alberta highways, there is quite frankly no other soundtrack that will suffice. Uh, clearly, you've never listened to Tropical House. So, well, all I know is that uh, I've gone on. It's apparently my my role at Scona to to drive sports teams down to Lethbridge, as I've done so about literally over five times since I've been teaching at Scona. Virtual uh, but, five. <laughs> but I many times in those minivans or SUVs or whatever we're dri- driving, as soon as we start getting into Southern Alberta on our way to Lethbridge. Um, I tell everyone in my SUV or, ma- or minivan that it's it's time to start feeling the Southern Alberta vibes, and I crank up that country music. And uh, I wish I could say it goes well, but I'm, I'm usually yelled at until I change it. But this is where you're not listening to your kids too much. You know what I got introduced to uh, when we went down to Lethbridge that twice was Twenty One Savage, man. Yeah, Bruh. big fan. <laughs> oh actually when we went down wait wait i gotta say this and maybe on the off chance courage will listen to this but courage courage has nash tell courage Courage to listen to this no but actually nash too nash said i'm gonna play you my dad's favorite song and he played uh waiting on the world to change by uh Great song. Oh, what the heck's his name? Wait, you know him. John Mayer. John Mayer, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that song. Well, you want to get May. white people dancing, man. You play John Mayer, Waiting on the World to Change. Yeah, that's a great song. You mean uh, on this one, Spronk, right here? Uh, did you just pull up a... Okay, oh, yeah. for our listeners, <laughs> Mr. Buffy just pulled up a record, a vinyl record of John Mayer. <laughs> oh, hey, oh no. Know. Oh that's, no! That's Wait, one of can... three boys. That's one of three. Wait, oh my god! About five minutes ago, I called you the whitest guy ever. You can go ahead and erase <laughs> that, or just say, "Just sub in Buffy." <laughs> You're the whitest dude. Ever. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Okay, right. let's get to another email here. Yeah, um, uh, I want to touch on this one. I'm gonna. This is anonymous. This one's a big one. Um, anonymous writes, "I need some advice. What happens when my dad thinks he's better than you at video games?" But I kick his butt at NHL 19, and he won't play me anymore. Um, you know what, Anonymous? Uh, uh, I I love the I love the email, and I appreciate. It. And this is uh, what I can give you: is like, you know what? The the day any kid beats his dad at something, it's a tough day for that dad. Obviously, you know, he every dad fears the day that his uh, son or daughter uh, beats him at whatever they're good at. I, I remember it clearly the day I beat my dad at golf and it still enrages him to this day, but you know what? He, he, he will sit down, he'll give you praise, but deep down he's crushed. He, his soul is crushed and he's come to the realization that he's not a kid anymore. And 
for that. It's a hard pill to swallow for that, uh, that dad. So some might just roll it off their back and brace the passing of the torch. But in this case, it sounds like he refuses to accept the inevitable. He'll continue to play you until he wins. And if he does win, he'll hold it over you for all of eternity. All right. So maybe I I recommend maybe a a tally system, uh, maybe a, a chalkboard or a whiteboard, maybe a piece of paper that just shows how many wins you have. And it also makes for great competition. Yeah, start start keeping track. Uh, I think I know who this email came from. And first of all, I would never let my it, kid win at anything. Hey, what version if, of NHL do you have, Spronk? Just wondering. This is my kid. I have like from 90. We don't know that. It was anonymous. Yeah. It was the Genesis NHL where it just said NHL hockey. I have pretty much all the way until 2019. I don't have 2020. Every, it's everyone knows that Wayne Gretzky's top corner hockey is the best or whatever. No, but listen, I never let my kids win at anything, and maybe that's why my kid has quit basketball and lacrosse and soccer and only <laughs> plays hockey because I don't play hockey. But one day he will be able to beat me at this stuff, so I'm not going to let him win. But if I'm playing a hockey game against him and he changes all the rules to that the moment my player gets hit, they go flying into the boards because he thinks it's hilarious to have checks on full blast and player animations or whatever to fall. Every time you get hit, you fall. And I play a precise, uh, I play a, a nice game of hockey. I don't need to hit. I score goals. And it was just, it was uh, very frustrating. So that doesn't count as a win. Not even a little no, bit. But it sounds, so I don't know, like, uh, if Some apparently like... you have the same issue with your kid, because this email is anonymous. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So for the for the anonymous, let's say this kid is uh, it rhymes with uh, Braden, okay? Um, Braden Braden Badonka Donk. Yeah, Braden Bronk. Braden, Braden Bronk. Yeah, Braden Cronk is the uh, the email. But it says here that he beats you all of the time. So I'm so confused. The, he said the one. And then time now you won't or, play him anymore. Yeah, the, the anonymous time. father will not play. The anonymous child anymore because he's it's, too rattled. That's true. I don't have time. And I was I was actually – I'm very competitive. And I'm actually good at NHL hockey. You guys can't beat me on NHL hockey. Okay. Well, let's live stream. You're, you're talking to – yeah, you're talking to let's two people that it. just want to plunder. Okay? We just want to plunder. Yeah, you, don't have a, you don't have a real win. I have a real win. Yeah, me and Buffy just got our that. first uh, Warzone plunder victory. We're very excited about it. Yeah, and then uh, what, like eight top ten two, second place finishes in Warzone? It's driving the amount me of times mental. I finished top three in Battle Royale is shocking. But anyways, so, um, uh, to 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 Braden Badonka Donk, why don't you go ask your dad again, and then uh, you better be ready to go to bed early with tears in your face. <laughs> Oh my god! Because there will be no mercy. Oh, I feel bad for Braden. Yes. He might actually be a real human. <laughs> hey, on that note, we got a, actually an email from from this is surprising from your kid Spronk from Hayden yeah. Spronk. We got an email from him. Yeah. Well, um, and he said comes with Braden Bronk. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. A lot of parallels here. Uh, wild. But he says you guys should talk about the Oilers and how good they will be next year. He, uh, we, we finally listened to an episode. I didn't listen to an episode till I don't know, whatever that email was done. Cause as soon as he had the email, he was on his Chromebook and he entered into his thing and started whipping off emails. But, uh, he's pretty upset that there's no hockey. He loves the Oilers, which is great. And this was going to be a, a good year, I think, but I think they will be, 
I think they'll be good. I think they'll roll on. The thing I worry about the most is we got Mike Smith, who's what thirty? He's going to be thirty-eight years old next year. 39? Well, he's on a one-year contract, so yeah. But we'll sign. We'll sign him again because we're dumb. So we need Koski to to get a little better. It's goaltending. We lack. We lack goaltending. I think we're pretty good. Yeah, that contract. Is, the Koskinen contract is not good. Ah, uh, it's been good this year. That might yeah, be has it, uh, he's been a. Yeah, I no, guess he's, he's been, been good. good he's been good like three quarters of the time. Problem with him is that he struggles when he's starting in close succession. Like when he's starting a bunch of games in a row. He's actually said on record he doesn't like starting multiple games in a row, which isn't a good thing to hear from your presumed starting goalie. <laughs> no, it's yeah. you know what I, I I know for a while the Oilers and the Oilers aren't just the only ones guilty of this. Other teams have done it, and you're you do want to lighten your load of your starting goaltender over time. And but like I'm sorry, the, I huge Oiler fan here. Okay, and I support him. I my take here is we'll have a cup win before McDavid's contract's up. I know that doesn't talk about next year, but hey, you never know. The thing is, I don't think the Oilers are a good enough team to have that 50-50 goaltender split. Okay, it need, we need to get into the range of a 70-30, maybe maybe even a 60-40, but and that's why I agree. Like if Kostinen's your guy, go for it, but also, I think he needs to understand that the the world does not revolve around a 50-50 goaltender split. Like, I've actually had a lot of issues with always going, it's like, you know what, to, like today I'm going to give him a rest even though he's on a three-game win streak, right? I'm a bit more analytical. Do I support the fact that saying, you know what, he has a better chance, uh, he's always won against Calgary, his save percentage is higher against Calgary or this team? Yeah, I kind of roll with that. But just to say, you know what, we're giving him the day off because he's played three games in a row, I don't believe that. It's the same thing with basketball. It's like, oh, I got to rest because, like, no, people are paying to see him play. They want to see him play. But did he – Koski may be good against Calgary, but did he beat the tar out of Cam Talbot? Oh, greatest, greatest moment in a long time in Oilers history. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, it was well, a good moment. Hated. Yeah. Hey, I've got, there's another email from someone whose name rhymes with Hayden, actually for real. We've got Braden Hayden and now Caden. And Caden asks, feature Mr. Pelchier on an episode and ask him about space. Yeah, I have no idea what this is about, but he'll he'll be a I'm sure he'll be a mainstay on this this uh, podcast soon when we last three more episodes. I would, you know, I've heard rumors of his takes on space. I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything, but I've heard they're good. I've actually had students come into my classroom uh, raving about Pelche's takes on space. So um, that. We'll we'll tuck that away for a future episode because I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about that from maybe, the man himself. Maybe we get rid of uh, white hot white hot takes and do uh, Pelche space takes. Well, apparently the world can't handle my white hot yeah, takes. So I mean, if we, if, well, I mean, come on, man. Like you couldn't eat like pizza, really? Pizza? We're not going back. There. <laughs> I'm so angry about that. All right, we got. Uh... Let's go for this one. We got a a Mr. Riar writes in. Yeah, hey. Riar, do you have nothing better to do? Do you have nothing better to do to listen to this podcast? Apparently, he's our new uh, ultra listener fan. Well, our 10 listeners need to be somebody, right? Like, 
He's, he, he, he said he listened to three episodes in a row. I got the impression that he listened to every – he said I caught up on it over the weekend. I, I, I'm <laughs> under the impression that he's listened to every episode, guys. He did, he did have some great uh, questions, and he did send me a pretty funny meme today about being prison fit. Yeah, he liked that. He liked that prison fit take. He, he. Uh... Hey guys, it's going good. It's going well. My mom said yesterday you lost some weight. I said, mind your own business, mom. I got in her face, and then I was like, wait. It's always, not it's always... in my own yard, not the yard. Anyways, Classic he says mom. we're let's save this one for a full episode: the uh, Marvel versus Star Wars. Which one's the goat? And I know all the kids out there are going to be saying, well, obviously Marvel, and that's because it's uh, generational. Aging. Yeah, but Star Wars kicked off a lot of things. But we can get to that. Uh, we can maybe we can maybe even before we get into that on an episode, we can toss that into the Instagram and see what people. We can even ask out a little quick Instagram poll about that. What kids think? You never know. Call. That's a good call. Right? And there's some Kylo Ren fans out there, probably. Maybe I know White's a big Jar Jar fan, so we'll see that. No, oh, I have Jar- I have Jar Jar Binks takes. You know I have Jar Jar Binks takes. You like Jar Jar and Young Anakin? Okay. Yeah. Whoa, geez. Okay. First of all, Star Wars Episode One. Watching that as an adult is just painful. Do you uh, oh, when you, when you watch it like and hear me out here when you actually watch it? Do you still wear your Anakin and Jar Jar shirt that you have from when you bought it for the opening day of episode? No, one? I, I I get my toy Darth Maul lightsaber. And I just skip right to that scene because it's the only one worth watching in the whole movie. Okay. And then I, I and then I try to mimic the motions that Darth Maul is doing while I watch. That's what I do. So I know we didn't want to go into this. I'm just gonna leave it at this. Uh one, Darth Maul, fantastic villain in all of Star Wars. Two, top three best lightsabers of all time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you that's that the music that goes to that lightsaber duel is just yeah. duel of if the you fates. don't have if you don't have darth maul i think star wars dies <laughs> okay that's what? that takes too hot <laughs> that is too hot who would go see episode one without darth maul you know how much screen time he had in the entire franchise that. he's had about yeah but... minus the cartoons we won't get into that he's had like he had like 15 minutes of screen time yeah in and the, that in the and main that, movie and what i'm saying oh, is but... that saved episode one and not one every... line not everyone white went to go see episode one for Jar Jar Binks like you. And white, that's about 10 minutes longer than Boba Fett did in the whole original trilogy. Exactly. And Boba Fett could go favorite. down as one of the greatest Star Wars characters of all time. I heard I heard that Mandalorian was actually originally written for, for Boba Fett, that he survived the Sarlacc. I heard that too, actually. All right. There's, anyway. a, lot of, there's a lot of Boba Fett conspiracy theories out there. We won't get into them. I We're, could... There's a few trains of thought on the matter, but we won't get into that. Yeah. Just read the read the one that I'm so excited to talk about because finally we're moving away from basketball talk into something that oh yes, let's go, let's go. Rearquest. Just let let it let it loose, right. man. Let me let me shoot this one out here. Should the Astros or Red Sox championships count? Oh, How no. do we view cheating in sports? Some would say if you are not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> That's verbatim. Medals. From forfeited gold medals because of steroids to bang and garbage can lids is the ultimate goal in sports to win. What does it mean for high school sports or high level athletes, athletics involving teenagers? Well, that that gets really deep, Riyar. You don't have to get. We're not a serious podcast here. Okay, go ahead, I, Buffy, with your Astros. Oh yeah. First of all, just I, for those of you that don't know, Buffy is a huge go. Red Sox fan. 
Yeah. Yo, you want me to go? Oh, you can talk. My take is more I... like life philosophy on this. Oh, you're not. You're not. Con- okay. Well, yeah. Go. Well, then. No. Go. First of all, oh, I think the Astros and Red think... Sox. No, because what happened with them illustrates my point. I think that they both should. I, I think they both should be held accountable to a higher extent than they're being account- held accountable right now. Um, but here's the thing about life. Okay. Here's the thing about life is that, yeah, you can say if you're not cheating, you're not trying, blah, 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 blah. But in my experience, more often than not, it always comes back to you, no matter what. You cheat to win, might feel good in the moment, but it, it will come back, right? And it does come back. It always does. And I think that is a life lesson we see. The Astros were scot-free for like two years, and then it came back to them, right? What about the Patriots? Uh, the <laughs> uh, Well, yeah, hey, the what, what happened to that cell phone? But you know what I mean. But the Patriots, they still got their own form of it in a certain way with Deflategate and stuff. But Oh, and they won another championship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but... because they have Tom Brady. Okay? Like... You know what? The point is, guys, is that I, I find that, you can, yeah, you can cheat and you can do these things to, to cross the line. And it might feel good in the moment. But these things often have a way of coming back to you later. And and you see it all the time. Okay? And, and you might think you've gotten away with it. But it things do come back. They always come back. So just be aware of that. Unless right. you're the New England Patriots. All right. Apparently. Well, okay, here we go. One, okay. Um, I just so want to defend out. the Red Sox. Oh, here we go. Um, two things. You know what? One, uh, kudos to the guy who uh, I think he wrote for uh, Sports Illustrator or something, but he, he actually said in he wrote a column in 1997 saying that the Houston Astros are going to win the uh, World Series in, uh, what was it, 2017? And oddly enough, that came true. So kudos to that guy, okay? Um, clearly, he was an insider on that whole thing. Here's my take. Uh, the Astros deserve to have their title stripped through and through. They are blatant, blatant cheaters. And this is not just coming because like, oh, I'm a Red Sox fan, yada, 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 like whoop-de-doo. No, they cheated. They cheated in the moment, all right? They blatantly cheated in the sense that they were making noise. They had videos. They had little buzzers, all right? They blatantly cheated, okay? The Red Sox... Whole nother investigation. A lot of people came out and was like, oh, well, of course the Red Sox did it. Alex Cora was the manager for the Astros. Then he came over to the Red Sox. He's got his hand in the honeypot. He's teaching them everything. Yada, yada, yada. Well, a few weeks back, the investigation comes out for the Red Sox. All right. And it states in Rob Manfred's summary that little to almost none of the players knew about the video room that was going on. Okay. There was no evidence of sign stealing on the and the basis of noise making of these signals. They did not find Alex Cora or the coaching staff or the Red Sox front office know anything about this. It turned out to be some video guy that was doing it. He was looking at video and passing it along and putting it into the analytics. Right? They came out with numbers. They came out with nineteen percent of plate appearances league-wide, all right, show that information when a second base or a runner was on second base. So really, it had no effect whatsoever. And then in the end, there was no evidence of them using noisemakers, nothing like that. So here's my thing. Do I agree that there should be a guy in the media room stealing video and 
doing stuff with it? No. Okay. There it's, it's, it's insane. And you know what? That's a, that's a byproduct of all sports nowadays. Welcome to deflate gate. Welcome to any cheating scandal. It's the nature of media that there's a camera every single, everywhere. Okay. There is going to take one guy who wants to just bite it off a bit, but you know what? No, the Red Sox deserve their championship. They earned it. All right. I know maybe earned was, uh, people will be disappointed by that, but they are not cheaters. And that's not a Red Sox fan going out. I've read the evidence. I've looked through it all. Players have agreed to everything that the MLB asked from them and they provided. So my verdict, Astros deserve to uh, be stripped of things just like Barry Bonds, just like A-Rod. Um, the Red Sox are clean. I I disagree. I think they cheated, but I think everybody cheats. If you're telling me all the other teams didn't, don't steal signs and get information from whatever, pay off groundskeepers or whatever, I think it happens all the time. Well, and exactly. Why, why not just the why? Why can't a pitcher? Why can't the pitcher just have a a thing in his ear with the with the back catcher? Why can't they just communicate? They should make that a rule. Have uh, they can communicate to each other, kind of like not? in football, like, where the, like the offensive yeah, coordinator the can talk to the yeah. QB. Yeah, and, like, and then after a certain after a certain time limit, the the mic cuts out or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, it's actually very interesting. And just say the signals or. But I can see in baseball it's a little different because then the pitcher doesn't know really when to throw if a guy's stealing, right? He's got to stay. Or how does he know? Does a back catcher give him a signal that he's stealing? He probably stands up, eh? For what? Like that a, a runner is stealing? Like if a runner is stealing from first to second? Well, you uh, if if the back catcher, he, he waits there. Like really, he he's not seeing it because before the pitch, the pitcher has to be still for like a second, right? Other than that, yeah. like he has to be in his, or a balk continues, right? So what he does, like he'll check his plates, okay? And he'll release the pitch. Sometimes the back catcher will give him a sign that will be a pitch out. Well, so the the pitcher just throws like a blatant ball that's easy for the back catcher to catch, stand up and throw it to if they think the player is going to steal. But for the most part, I don't think the, the catcher is really trying to, relay it because it's happening too quick right because the runner's not going to declare if he's stealing well before the the sign has been thrown down white oh sorry i've just been so distracted by the fact that spronk can somehow breathe out his nose and talk at the same time that's oh, not that's me. a thing no that's a thing that's a thing you were doing i'm not even kidding what do you mean i mean you were speaking and you were breathing out your nose at the same time as you spoke. Oh, you got the thing. That's so weird. I don't see it on my mic. I don't know. No, I, like, I watched the whole thing. I was amazed. I, Anyways. Um, I do want to talk about the other thing. You talked about getting medals stripped and like gold medals of steroids. Okay. Like there are certain things. I think in there, there's certain sport. Like, do I agree with the steroid thing? 100%. If you are using performance enhancing drugs, then you should not have things count. Right. And that's a blatant, you disagree. Okay, one, and let's just talk baseball because we're on it. One, the baseballs are juiced now. Everyone knows it. So more home runs are happening. People want to see home runs. They want to see action. But the fact that you had a guy 10 years ago jacking bombs the way Barry Bonds did and say he wasn't on anything, come on. Like, there was there's a whole bunch of people on it. You look at like, well, yeah, because baseball went through a steroid era and we sorted it out. 
You yeah. know, you know what bothers me about those guys, Barry Bonds specifically, and Ryan Braun did this a few years later. I hate how they they were so unwilling to fess up to the point where they were willing to bring down other people and ruin other people's lives in order to preserve their lives. And Barry Bonds did that a lot, where he actually just tried to throw everybody else under the bus and ruin a lot of people's careers. Ryan Braun tried to blame a FedEx guy and ruin his life. Like, that's what bothers me about that, is that, okay, it's one thing to cheat, but it's another thing to get caught cheating and try to throw everybody else under the bus around you so you don't get caught. Yeah, but it is so rampant. If you if you got caught like Ben Johnson, I'm actually surprised Ben Johnson didn't go, didn't go ballistic when he was caught cheating. That's probably the biggest catalyst to to steroids in sports was was the Ben Johnson scandal. Oh. Five of those guys out of the eight, so including Johnson, five of those guys tested positive like within five years down the road. They were all on the juice. If you if you watch interviews, did you see the thirty for thirty? With yeah, the, the nine nine point yeah, seven he, nine. That one's that yeah. I show it to my sports horns class all the time. It's fantastic. Yeah, and he knows everybody knows that those other guys are doing it. I oh. think guys like Carl Lewis are the biggest tools in in sports when they're they're yeah. on their well, soapbox and he gets busted later for well they all did read... they even talk about it like it's funny they they win like i think it was linford christie right and he wins and then he gets busted in like 92 or something like that yeah like yeah that's the but thing you look, and... at, you look at the testing for sports the problem with baseballs was they were not testing they test much like the nfl the nfl tells a player okay in 30 days you're getting tested there's yeah. no real random testing it's the same with the nhl nhl's don't don't really get random testing if a player gets tested for steroids now it's because their cycle they cycled it wrong or their doctor cycled it wrong and the nhl if you don't think there's steroids in the nhl you're crazy because steroids is rampant in the nhl well and that's the thing i think with the barry bonds thing too not just to kind of make a discussion shorter here is i think baseball also slightly needed that that's why i think silently they may have allowed stuff like that because it was more of a small ball era of baseball uh, like pitching and singles and doubles and stealing bases were a thing and then all of a sudden you have these three behemoths of barry bonds mark mcguire sammy sosa just jacking bombs and it's something that they ha- the the crowd hasn't seen but you know what power to them they they brought in a lot of people to baseball and now look at like by far and you guys can argue this to the to a T. I don't care. The home run derby is by far the best all star spectacle. You can that it trumps the dunk contest. It even oh, trumps no, the no, 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 no. Oh my yeah. goodness! Just so, stop. Talking. Oh my gosh! Stop talking. <laughs> can we end this? Can yeah, we that's stop now. It's over. That's, it's over. That's brutal. Oh my that's gosh! A, that's the worst take I've ever heard. That, that is a terrible take. That baseball, is a. In fact, are you are telling, they not, you're telling me that last star game. You're telling no, me that about, last year. We're talking about the events in general. Yeah, you're telling me that last year's home run derby was better than this year's dunk contest. No, that's not your argument. That's not your argument anymore. That was never your argument. Your argument was that the event itself is is better, which is. No, I said the home run derby. I didn't say the event. I said the home run derby is better. Yeah. No, that's and, what I mean. Yeah, so the event better. of the home run derby. You're saying that what's that's better than the dunk contest? Yes, and it's better than the target <laughs> thing that was at the NHL this year that epically uh, failed. Okay, well, oh, that was bad. That was. Can we agree? We can agree on that. That was terrible. But I, but we'll I bet you more people watched that run. than did the home run derby. The home run derby just gets repetitive to me a little bit. And yeah, it can have some drama sometimes. Like it makes it really exciting. But same time, I like the dunk contest because the creativity, like the doing new things, the. The, there's always a chance that it can be a little bit different. 
and there's been care. some duds. I'm not gonna lie, but I don't care about any of it. I don't care. Oh, their game picks are <laughs> garbage. No, I, the well, one thing about this NHL being canceled, I like that they're like, well, we can start later. They're trying to get a season started this year. Like we can start later, get rid of, get rid of the All Star break. Yes, please. Yeah. All Star break, especially hockey, is so brutal. Well, well, All Star games in general have become a bit tiresome. Yeah, and I know just to add more fire to the take, but the baseball All Star game was fantastic when it meant something and it, you played for home field advantage. But once they got rid of that, I was like, okay, well, kind of tacky though. You you bring thirty five players in for a nine inning game i don't understand it right but and Stupid don't get me started on the nba the non-defensive nba game this year wasn't bad though where they had to play for like that money in the last little bit i heard that got really good but other than that it's just yeah, trash. this year's nba all-star game was good all right do we have any more telegraphs letters uh, i think we I don't think we, got them all. we want some more we want yeah. people to send in emails it creates good talk Unless you okay. find it horrifically awful, but friends at gmail.com. So I just want to say a big thank you to Anonymous, to Hayden, to Zoe, to Vicky, to Caden, to Mr. Riar. Thank you for sending in emails. And please continue to send in emails. We will answer questions that our Fazed bot approves. <laughs> Have we had that any? That's, that's for the Fazed bot to know. We out, guys. I'm looking okay. at E-Bombs World, and there's actually a thing on here that's...